0: this week we're taking it to the streets hello everyone welcome once again to the gaming off the beaten path podcast and we are going to start this week with me turning in my fan card my street fighter fan card because this week's game is going to be street fighter 3 new generation uh it was an arcade title and was eventually ported to the dreamcast And honestly, I did not know this game existed. I wasn't even aware it was a thing. I was very much aware of Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, like very aware. You know, I put tons of hours into that game. It barely missed out on being one of my tens. It's the only game I've ever played in any sort of like semi-official competition. For the record, I won my first round matchup before I got absolutely smashed in the second round by someone who, you know, actually knew what they were doing. Um, and I didn't realize it was actually the third game in the Street Fighter 3 series. I thought it was, you know, Street Fighter 3. Third strike was just Street Fighter 3. Uh, I guess I shouldn't be surprised that that's not the case. It's not like Capcom didn't have a penchant for doing this. Street Fighter 2 was essentially its own series, right? You know, you got the World Warrior, you have Champion Edition, Turbo, Super Street Fighter 2, Super Street Fighter 2, Turbo, Hyper Street Fighter, and on and on. You guys get the point. So, I guess it makes sense that they do the same thing for Street Fighter 3. And I shouldn't really have been sh- too shocked to see that there were two other Street Fighter 3 games, New Generation and Second Impact, that were actually released before Third Strike. All of them found their way to the Dreamcast, but for the purpose of this review, I'm playing the arcade version that was released with the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Edition. Uh just how I became aware of these games. Um, I can't imagine there's too big a difference. I'm sure the arcade version is so is a little bit superior, but by the sixth generation, ports were starting to get very, very close. I still think the arcade version probably would have some level of advantage over uh over the dreamcast so it's really difficult to review a game like this because you you kind of do have to look at it as if the other two games that it iterated on don't exist like it'd be one thing if they were true sequels but they're more like different versions right so we used to have to do this back in the 90s and early aughts nowadays The balance changes that were added in Second Impact and Third Strike would have been released as patches. The characters that that were added would probably have been DLC. Um, But at the time, that wasn't a possibility. It'd also be misguided and a little bit lazy, in my opinion, to just say that the latter versions are, are, are strictly better because they have more characters or different or whatever. You know, sometimes balance changes... Or, or or aesthetic changes or other things like that make a new version worse. You know, they, they, they can hurt more than they can help. New characters can hurt more than they can help. I don't think there's a better example of this than the previous Street Fighter series, all those Street Fighter 2 games I just talked about. I don't think anyone would take issue with somebody saying they prefer Street Fighter 2 Turbo slash Championship Edition, or excuse me, Champion Edition, To super or or super turbo i know i do you know i find them better to play i find them a bit more balanced a bit more interesting i think the super street fighter 2 changes made the game less fun to play the new characters really didn't add much at all um super turbo may be the competitive standard but no one no one is going to pretend that it isn't busted beyond belief more so than Turbo or Champion Edition, at least I think. And if you don't think that, you've never played against a good or even decent Vega player in Super Turbo. That's just a nightmare. You know, you have the new characters from Super, but Cammy is widely considered... You know, she's probably the most memorable, but she's widely considered the worst character in the game competitively. There's no reason to play DJ. Uh, if you, you like when there's Guile... Um Unless you just think DJ's cool. Um, T-Hawk is not a very good grappler or an interesting character. And Fei Long is a pretty good character, uh, but I, I don't find him all that interesting. So anyway, that's enough on Street Fighter 2. We're going back to Street Fighter 3 new generation. So after all this, where does that leave that game? It's still great. But unlike its predecessor, I think the series did improve. The Street Fighter 3 series did improve as it went on. Um, new Generation lacked a lot of improvements of Third Strike and ev- or even Second Impact. And the roster felt really small, especially compared to those games. Um, it's hard to put a score on it because on one hand, it's essentially not worth playing in a world where Third Strike exists. On the other, it's an outstanding game in its own right. It's still far better than 98% of the fighting games that are out there or were out there. And it was probably the gold standard of fighting games to at least 2D fighting games when it was re- released. After years and years of Street Fighter II iterations, it definitely bought new stuff to the table. I remember that, um, you know, when I first saw Third Strike even. Uh, the first and probably most obvious change is the roster capcom took the whole new generation thing very seriously because it's an entirely new crew outside ryu and ken many of the characters introduced here became series staples on their you know and and are iconic in their own right but at the time it was really shocking to see a street fighter game with no guile no chun li no sagat no m bison you know fortunately character design here is still excellent street fighter 3 introduced a lot of characters we take for granted now that are you know just part of the family alex dudley ibuki oro elena others that have become iconic kind of in their own right all these guys and gals have unique playstyles that are just familiar enough to longtime players while also not feeling like palette swaps of of existing characters of course the changes go beyond that for one the Supermove system has been fleshed out. It is far more similar to what you would find in Alpha, the Alpha games, than the bare Moons implementation in Super Turbo. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, guys. Under the weather again. I feel like I keep saying that. Um, so I'd like to pre-apologize for any coughing. Uh, i just not looking like I'm going to have time to edit any of that stuff out right now each character has their choice of one of three supers, which they can pick at the character select screen. Um, Having supers does change the way you have to approach the game. Um, but the biggest change here is probably the parry system. It's simple in theory, challenging in practice to execute. At least it is for me. Basically, you can parry an enemy attack by pressing forward at the exact time an attack hits you. This is going to stun your opponent and open them up for a counterattack, and it's also going to avoid chip damage that comes with blocking if you're blocking or if you're parrying a special move i'm not gonna lie i'm terrible at it so it doesn't really affect my game very much it was still a major gameplay change that i think was for the better um for one it led to one of the craziest moments in competitive gaming ever um if you don't know what the daigo parry is uh, look it up. It's all over YouTube, uh, the, you know, and if you have any familiarity with fighting games at all, or even any game that involves timing, it's pretty crazy. Uh, but it, it also allowed for a different play style that wasn't really possible in Street Fighter 2 or Street Fighter Alpha or Mortal Kombat, you know, even for those of us that aren't the best Street Fighter player in the world. Presentations on point, the backgrounds, are detailed. There's top notch 2D animation on all the characters. Uh, the Street Fighter 3 games are certainly candidates for best looking 2D games of all time. At least I think so. Um, the character design moves a little bit further into the realm of ridiculous than the, even the Street Fighter 2 characters, but I kind of like it. I think it's cool how the backgrounds change between rounds. They'll switch from day to night. People will move positions. It's small details like that that really set high-end games apart sounds okay it's got some interesting tracks and i feel like this is where the sound font for capcom's more modern fighting games got its start here and with the original marvel vs. capcom which came out around the same time truthfully i kind of prefer the classic street Fighter II two soundtrack as well as the heavier kind of tone of the alpha games sounds still a high point here though Uh, And the gameplay is just straight up quality. It's Street Fighter. Capcom knows what they're doing. They had done this before. They continue to do it. Controls were precise and tight. Button inputs are responsive. Judging distance was a little weird here. Um, It felt a lot different from Third Strike. And so maybe that's just my own personal bias. But the key is it was very consistent. Consistency really is key everywhere in this game. And as I said, I expected from Capcom, they've done this before, you know, Street Fighter 3 really did feel like a true sequel, improving upon a lot of the technical and balance aspects of Street Fighter 2, you know, I don't know if it's quite as iconic, and it doesn't feel as fun, but it's probably more technically sound, you know, I understand a little bit why this game was met with middling reviews when when it came out. Um, Because it was a 2D game when people were clamoring for 3D titles. And most gamers probably just felt it was Street Fighter 2 with a new coat of paint. But like a lot of games, I actually did a, a piece a couple years ago on Mega Man X4. How, which had this same similar kind of reception when it came out. Where people hated it essentially because it was a 2D game at the time. I shouldn't say they hated it. It was kind of looked at as meh. Like it also ran, you know, lack of innovation because so many series were going to 3D and there were so many things going on with 3D at the time that everyone kind of looked at a 2D game and said, why, you know, that's boring. Leave it on the Super Nintendo, leave it on the Sega Genesis. Um, and that kind of happened, I feel like, with the Street Fighter 3 games when they came out. But. I think in the long run, people realize that keeping the franchise 2D was the right call. You know, just look at some of the games. This, in, in comparison to some of the other fighting games of its era, you know, look at look at this. Go play New Generation, any of the Street Fighter three games, New Generation, Second Impact, or Third Strike. Then go play Mortal Kombat four and see which one you have more fun with. You will see exactly what I'm talking about. So there are definitely some issues here. And the biggest one is going to come from the final boss. Look, anybody that's played Street Fighter 2, which is going to be most gamers, knows M. Bison is a dirty cheater. He's cheap as hell in the Street Fighter 2 games, especially World Warrior. He actually gets easier, I think, as the series goes on. You know, with some of the move reading and the ridiculous combos. See, I'm getting sick just thinking about it. But he pales in comparison to the boss of Street Fighter 3. A two-tone monstrosity with a god complex called Gil. Nope. He is absolutely going to wreck you. He has fast specials. He has insane range on all of his attacks, including his normals and everything he does has brutal damage and incredibly high stun. One combo from Gil is going to take away most of your health. And if you think you can keep him at a distance with fireballs, you can forget about it because his projectiles will go through yours. And his super move is a resurrection. Yeah, that's right. If you KO Gil, when he is a full super bar, he gets back up with a fully restored health bar. So, good luck. You know, I hate this guy because he's kind of the antithesis of a Street Fighter boss, which at that point was pretty much just Bison. Bison always felt like he was on the level with your characters, but he used cheap tactics to win, which is very on theme for, for what he was and what they were going for. Gil felt more like the developers decided to get lazy and just said, let's make the boss overpowered in an absolute short of fight. He kind of feels like a Mortal Kombat boss, like Kintaro. and that's not a good thing. So, again, Street Fighter III, New Generation, is a weird game to review because it kind of is, is a paradox. On one hand, as I said before, it is, in theory, not worth playing because Third Strike is kind of the same, but better, right? It has similar graphics, similar similar mechanics, but a bigger roster and a little, uh, I hesitate to say it's a little more balanced. Third Strike Chun-Li is unfair, but uh, I don't know. I, I think overall, it's still a little bit more balanced. On the other hand, New Generation's still a well-designed fighting title. That's got nearly flawless gameplay and puts even more advanced fighting games to shame. I think, you know, this is one that I can still go back and play. I would be able to go back and play later. Um would I go to it over third strike? No. But would I go to it over 90% of the stuff that's out there now? Yeah, I still would. So I guess it's kind of similar to how like Super how Street Fighter 2 Turbo and Champion Edition are compared to World Warrior. There's nothing wrong with World Warrior, Street Fighter Two World Warrior. It's kind of got certain charm to it. Um, it's a different challenge because of, of, you know, you can't play as the Shadaloo bosses. The AI for a lot of the characters is different. But I don't know if I'd ever go to it over Turbo or Champion Edition unless I just kind of felt like it. And like with World Warrior, I'm going to have to judge New Generation on its own merits. And let's just take Third Strike. Let's take Second Impact. We'll pretend they don't exist for a minute, which is tough because those are some, you know, review of Second Impact is probably coming at some point. But, you know, at least Third Strike, again, it's a top 50 game of all time for me. Um, And that's tough. You know, I think the new characters and balance changes do warrant that the that higher score but even on its own new generation still an outstanding fighting game that is more than worth your time Uh, i'm gonna go with a 9.25 out of 10 for this one so that's gonna do it for us this week thank you again for stopping by taking a listen hope to see you next time and until then happy gaming